Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Super Bowl week of the Best Fun of Good Podcast. My name is Nick Miller. I'm back with my co-host, Ryan Brill. hey And we have, we're double guested, Ryan. Is that so? Yes, we've got Harrison Pointer and Griffin Fay. Yo, yo. Live on the Zoom. Oh. Hey, hey. Live. Live. Not it's... in studio, though. Not in studio. Not in, studio. No. in a virtual no. studio. We're um, on. Yeah. Can we get a little State of the Union, Ryan? Hey. Yeah, let's. So I'd like you to explain it, please. For those who celebrate, we I, I was up the entire season on this fool. And then during the divisional round, Nick placed a four-team parlay. He hit all four teams, and he zooted way ahead of me. And going into the final week of the season, he's up uh, a mere $175. $150 on me? Is that... 150. He's up 150 dollars on me. That sounds almost insurmountable. If I it does, a, doesn't I agree. it? Yeah, say so myself. Without the tools of can, math. Can I just give a quick another <laughs> speech, please, please? Um, <clears throat> I just want to say that I, while it may seem that you can go through life. And you can just, you know, kind of dick around and not do much. And then at the very end, you can like triumph and uh, <laughs> just come through just when it matters. Only I can do that. Like, let's be clear. I'm not a good example to anyone else who's trying to like make it in life. To do that, you have to show up every day. You have to put in a little bit of work. Not me. Let's be clear. Not me. You're but a everyone else... example of what not to do. Yes, I am a good example. Yeah. I I just succeed because that's the way the world is for me. But that's think, not the way it is for everyone else. I, everyone I think else, this... hold on, I'm not done. I just want to reiterate, I don't want to be a bad influence. I am a beacon, right? That is yeah. something that I do. I don't, I'm not an example. I am just something to to look at. I'm not a role model. That's but, what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Ryan, is this is this not? a little bit of karma possibly for the first year and how you won that do you remember huh, how you won yeah. the first year i agree put it on the record let's oh. put it on the record i was i was i was first team nick should have won i did not i did not value the chicanery the chicanery that existed behind the scenes there i was completely against it for the viewers who don't uh remember uh what was it i think ryan Ryan left for a bit and I had to fill in for him for a couple of weeks and Nick uh me and Nick were a little tipsy one night and I suggested that he should give Ryan an, an absurd amount of points if the Chiefs won the Super Bowl this is like week 16 or 17 I think when we did this yeah and Nick agreed said, yeah <laughs> and, and then with a bet that so with a gamble that Ryan didn't even make <laughs> and I shouldn't have even agreed to that hit. And he just takes all the credit for it. Oh, I won. Well, the tape said that you would give me those points. So I took the points. Baby. It, I mean, that it played out exactly how it did. I'm just saying that this year might sure. be a little bit of a payback for that. Uh, for those who believe in karma, you might be right. But Ryan, like me, yeah. is also not a very good example of how to succeed in life. You know, <laughs> fucking people over, being a fucking scumbag piece of shit. That's not really what you should aspire to. Remember, treat your treat others the way you want to be treated. Build good relationships. Okay, Jesus. Others. Fucking Protestant. This is the right way to live. 
not like me and definitely no, not like me. <laughs> actually the five pillars of islam none of them are treat others the way you want to be treated okay first of all second of all thank you for bringing okay Ashraf, the jewish man from los angeles <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what are the five pillars? Uh, good question. Yeah, I was saying, remind me, brush my memory on the five pillars of Islam. <laughs> All right, there, well, there's faith, um, there's prayer. Prayer is distinct from faith. Prayer, you have to touch your forehead to the ground in the direction of Mecca five times a day. Um, there's alms, which is like charity. Uh, there's pilgrimage towards Mecca. And, ooh, what, what was that fifth one? I got you. Are you ready? Yes. I pulled it up. You have the profession of faith, um, prayer, alms, fasting, fasting. pilgrimage. I forgot fasting. To be, to be fair, Ryan, I don't feel like you do any of these things. So it not being a pillar of Islam doesn't really matter in this oh, situation. I, I don't do any of these things. I yeah, was just they... pointing that to show that, you know, 2 billion people on earth don't treat others the way they want to be treated necessarily and i'm one i don't of think people. that islam is necessarily against treating people the that's way you true. want to be that's treated that's part of the it's not like they put I it in their written it. saying don't ever treat someone the way you want to be treated but that's not a central tenet you know anyway anyway yeah. anyway. all right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> ryan has 170 dollars <laughs> to make right. up and to double reverse to the twist on a twist this season Ryan does not know my bets. I do not know Ryan's bets. I've sent my bets to uh, Harrison and Griffin. So when Ryan gives his bets, I can't change what I do to like give myself an extra advantage knowing there's only one week left. Correct. So we will call him out if he does. Should yeah. I give my three minute game theory spiel? Yes, I want to hear what yes. you have to say, Ryan. This is. This I'm always is... interested in your insights, Ryan. Come on. Yes. We like insights. your analysis, Ryan, just not necessarily your scumbaggery. <laughs> lovely how, how nice okay so uh i'm down by 150 dollars. so i have to make a big bet but my bet depends on your bet because if you if we make bets in the same direction let's say we both make bets on the eagles right if the eagles win then you're going to gain a certain amount of money from your win which means if i'm also betting the eagles i need to surmount that extra money that you're going to win so part of my thinking was, I don't want to make a correlated bet with you. Last week, I indicated very heavily that I was going to bet on the NFC team no matter what. So there was a chance that if you had thought about this correlated strategy, you would just bet on the Eagles money line straight up. In which case, I would be fucked. But then I realized that there's no way Nick would have thought of a correlated bet strategy. I do not believe you would have done that. What I instead believe you will do is last week, you made really safe bets. And I believe, again, you'll make really safe bets. So I have projected that you will make safe bets and get a profit of $20 this week, which means I'm aiming for my 150 deficit plus an extra 20 plus an extra five to be safe. So that's, I'm aiming for $175 profit, which is an odds of plus 350. So I chose the most likely parlay I could find at plus 350. Fair enough. Yes. That's really funny. That's really funny. <laughs> yes. It's good thinking. I like it. Yeah. Should I should I just give my bet right now? Since we yes, 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 yes. Okay, yeah, I am betting on the Philadelphia Eagles alternate spread of minus four point five, parlayed with the over fifty point five points at plus three fifty. Because that's con- plus three fifty. That's plus three fifty. Conditional on a team winning in a blowout, it is more likely to be the Eagles than the Chiefs because 
Chiefs haven't been winning very many blowouts, not as much as the Eagles. Wow, I'm surprised that those two legs add up to 350. Would the you spread? Like, it's alternate spread. Uh... Alternate spread. It's not the real spread. Okay. It's minus okay. four and a half instead of minus one. One and a half, yeah. So my thinking was actually the opposite. I was I was thinking – I knew that you thought that I was going to get t- plus 20. So I was thinking, let me do something a little bit different from that to surprise oh. him and make a correlated bet. Oh, you I were was, doing I, it. So I thought – but I yeah. guessed in the opposite direction. I thought that you are too influenced by what happened the previous week and that the Chiefs looked far better and looked far more impressive – than the Eagles who played against no quarterback last week. So you and I was thinking, okay, so if the Chiefs win, what would the Chiefs, what would happen? Uh, like, how would that look? How can you put together a parlay that gets you three and a half to one with the Chiefs being the ones in control? Because I feel like also too many different things could happen in an Eagles win. It could be a defense domination. It could be Jalen Hurts going off. It could be them running all over them. There's too many different variables to under to like point in a strong direction. I was thinking, so what? So all that put together, I was thinking what he thinks is going to happen is that it's going to be a Chiefs win with Mahomes going off. Because that's really the only way the Chiefs win is if Mahomes goes off. Yeah. So I bet $40 on Mahomes MVP at plus oh. $135. Huh. What? And the then I put the remaining $10 on Jalen Hurts finals MVP to just muck it up a little bit. Oh, what's the odds on that? Plus one ten. Oh, no, okay, actually, okay. it keeps changing. I think it's plus. It, I've seen plus one twenty five. Well, you said the screenshot to Harrison. Whatever it was three minutes ago, that's what it is. What does it say on the board? Yeah, uh, it was plus one thirty, plus one ten. Yeah, the Mahomes one is plus one thirty. The Hurts one is plus one ten. That's what uh, I wrote. Plus one ten it is, which means if that happens, you gain eleven dollars. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fascinating. That yeah. is. We both tried to outmaneuver each other. So you're rooting for an Eagles blowout where Jalen Hurts scores that many points? It seems like I would have guessed. See, if I had been in your position, I would have gone with like what? If I'm looking, if I'm like trying to, what's the most salient outcome in my mind? Like what's, oh, Mm -hmm. that happened? That's so obvious. Like that to me, that's Mahomes being Mahomes. That's like one thing needs to happen. All that needs to happen is Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. So, obviously, the Eagles are advantaged, right? Obviously, the Eagles are like, they're the better team, but they can win in a myriad of ways. That's why they're the better team. But if I'm looking for one sliver because I need three and a half to one, that's what I'm going for. But there's two things going on. First of all, is conditional on it being an under? In my head, it's 50 50 on whether the Eagles and the Chiefs win. So, there's no edge. But conditional on it being an over. It's overwhelmingly likely in my head the Eagles really win. I would think the opposite. I would because... think they're more likely to win a blowout. I mean, really? they're the better quarterback. Yeah, but the Eagles have been the one blowing out teams all season, not the Chiefs. But That's who have why. they played? They have played bad teams. But oh, I wouldn't call the Chiefs. The Chiefs have a good D-line. But other than that, I wouldn't call their defense would... that good. Oh, yeah, their defense isn't that good. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, Should I... Should I do mine real quick? And then before you go, oh, yeah, yeah. I would like to just say that the other reason why, look, the Chiefs dropped 27 on the Jaguars and 23 on the Bengals, and Mahomes has an injured ankle. Travis Kelsey has an injured back. Juju Smith-Schuster, I don't know what's going on with him, but this is not a healthy team. 
It's also crazy that I bet both quarterbacks for finals MVP and you bet the over. So those are kind that is I got I I, I snagged a bit of correlation at the very end. You did? Yeah. A two hundred yard Pacheco game. (laughs) (laughs) That would be funny. Okay, you're up, Harrison. Yeah, in retrospect, what I should have done is I should have not bet Hurts. I should have bet another Eagle as my for ten dollars. Kenneth uh, Gainwell. Yeah, that would have been a huge odd. Yeah. Um, I sort of like Nick's, uh, you know, keeping it simple strategy. Kiss, keep it simple strategy. Um, I think I'm gonna keep go- it simple, stupid. I know, but I changed it to make it more PC for the broadcast. All right. I like it. All right. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, Chiefs money line, $25. I think the Chiefs are winning this game. Um, I'm not too scared of the Eagles. I think they scored, what, 31 points last week, but a lot of that was just shitty play by the fourth-string quarterback where they were just sacking him and he was fumbling and they were getting really good field position the entire time. Yeah. I, I don't that, – that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen this game. I think this this game could be close or it could not be. I, I would not be surprised with a blowout. Um, a Chiefs blowout. A Chiefs blowout. Really? What's yeah. the pathway to that? I think the pathway to that is they're going to underestimate Mahomes. Their uh, their rush defense is great. The reason they're going to underestimate him, I see your face, Griffin, is because they think his ankle is probably going to be worse than it is. Hmm. Um, the greatest mystery of our time is what they put in Mahomes' ankle. It was a high ankle sprain. It comes <laughs> out a week later, and he's like running all over the place. I know I know this is just like when I said that uh Justin Roiland's lawyer said there was nothing to be concerned about but I think uh, the chief staff said Mahomes' ankle looked good. <laughs> Harry, so Harry's so far 0 for 1 so let's see. <laughs> so, so I'm 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 feeling that. So that's $25 uh shit, what was that? Uh I think it was plus 130. I have all the other ones. The money line's uh, plus 130. Mm, it's plus uh no no i'm sorry it's plus 105 yeah all right and then this one is uh gonna be a parlay i'm gonna do this one for ten dollars uh or not a parlay but like just a uh yeah sort of a parlay mahomes three touchdowns with a kansas city point total over 26.5 which is plus 338 for the odds and i'm putting ten dollars on that and See, that's the, more along the lines of what I thought Ryan would do. Wait, three touchdowns and what? Three touchdowns and Kansas City point total over 26 and a half. Oh, 20. Okay. 26.5. 26.5. All right. For sure, sure. And that's plus 338. And then I oh. think I'm just going to split these last two, 750 each. Yeah, 750 each. Uh, plus 675 for this one. We're going to go Isaiah Pacheco over 48.5 yards plus Mahomes over 2.5 touchdowns plus Mahomes over 19.5 rushing yards. I'm feeling that ankle is going to come out looking strong. <laughs> betting on the ankle. I'm betting on the betting ankle. On, betting on player. Oh, I think that's actually not a bad bet because I think the rush is going to get home and he's going to have to run. But. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think he's going to throw three touchdowns. And the last one, I'm going to do a little Eagles bet just to change things up. Seven and a half dollars. Jalen Hurts between 51 and 75 rushing yards for the game, <laughs> plus 250. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair That's because he can't throw or the shoulder's a little off. 
Yeah, and he had a decent amount of rushing yards last game. And I don't know. It wasn't – yeah. I think – I don't know. I'm happy with all my picks. And those are my four bets for a plus a nice. lot of money. Oh, thank you. Okay. All right, I guess it's my turn. So I didn't watch a single second of the conference championships or the divisional rounds or the wild card rounds. I saw a few highlights. You didn't um, stay up and watch them? I have no – so I actually – no. So what happened is I followed the Bengals – um, Chiefs game on my phone while my students were doing their morning work. Yeah, that game was bullshit. Yeah. Um, oh my god! Should we actually let's talk about that game after Griffin's right, so let, let I want to after Griffin's bet. I want to talk about that game. Yeah, let's. yeah, I'd love, to, I'd love to talk about that too because I have I have, based on the clips I've watched, I think there's an overreaction. But all right, starting off, um, I like what I see in uh, in my birds. So I'm gonna do Philly five dollars on Philly minus one point five added touchdowns over five point five. I think this is gonna be a high scoring game. I think that I think they're gonna force Mahomes to throw a lot. We're gonna get a lot of Mahomes highlights. So it's gonna be a high scoring game and it's probably gonna be close. I like Ryan's four point five spread, but I'm not ready to go that much. I think it's gonna be a closer game than that. Uh race to ten points. Plus 104 for KC. I think Kansas City starts off strong. So I like that. I think Mahomes comes out. I think he impresses that his ankle is healthier than we thought. But it's not healthy. (laughs) $10 over 50.5 minus 110. Just an easy, you know, cash grab. I think this is, again, high scoring game. Uh, Oh, here's here's where it gets fun. Uh, AJ Brown to have 80 plus receiving yards and Philly to win plus 223. I think that the Chiefs. Yeah, exactly. But I have a couple fun bets. I have have two fun uh, Chiefs player props coming out. Don't worry. Um, AJ Brown is just that guy. I think he's a top five wide receiver. Um, I'm not super intimidated by the Chiefs secondary. Um, Yeah, I think AJ Brown has fun. And then here's my two bets $5, Travis Kelsey. 51 to 75 receiving yards plus 250. <laughs> oh yeah. The 51 to 75 range. That's the that's the, it's the golden game. range, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then this is my this is my big one. I think Chris Jones has that dog in him. The dog. I, think a, I think I think he's a big boy. I think he might be the most underrated like legit defensive player in the NFL. And I think he gets two sacks for plus <laughs> 250. Didn't he just get his first postseason sack last game? Yeah, and his second. Oh he's gonna, well, he's hot, and he's gonna get, he's gonna get two more. Yeah, he's hot. Game. The guy's on fire. <laughs> Holy Eagles shit! Eagles O line is good though. Sorry, all the was... all the the efficiency guys on Twitter think think Chris Jones should win uh, defensive player of the year. So, hmm. so that's just that I'm going I'm going with the numbers guys on this one. I'm going. You know, plus he's got his thing. He's got that dog in his blood. You know, his look who his brother is. Um, who is his brother? John Jones, John former Jones. heavyweight champion. Right, right. No shot, really. Yeah. Oh, I did not. That's so sick. <laughs> yeah, they come. They like two of them are in the NFL, and one of them's a UFC fighter. It's like, what was their mom feeding them? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. The dog. No, it's Chandler and Arthur Jones. Chandler Jones. I'm sorry. Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones. Oh. I was like, because I knew there was a defensive lineman who played 
It, Jones, okay, Chandler Jones. Okay, that is true. But and yeah. I was just like, oh, yeah, Chris Jones. <laughs> Griffin's trolling us, man. He's <laughs> trolling us. This is a real news podcast. Wait, can I change my can I change my bets? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. All right, all right, all right. Is that any more? No, that's it. All right. All right. Here's here's my take on the uh <clears throat> on the Chiefs Bengals game. The Bengals would be would have been a more fun team to have win. Because I think it's more fun to have a better team lose to a worse team. And I think the perception is, even though the Bengals were favored, that the Chiefs are the juggernaut. They've been to five straight. It's as if it's like if the rap if the Cavs went to every time ev- to the AFC championship every time, but then they they lost to some like to the Pacers or something. Like it would be like epic, I think. Anyway, that aside. <laughs> I don't that's, think you can make argument. No, I disagree. I don't so think the, yeah. I don't think the refs can make that call on Osai because that did not affect the play. That's my take. That did not affect the play. So I don't think they should decide the game on a call that did not affect the game. Pi is a very different thing. You should call it like you see it, but you can't end the game on a play on on a call on a play that did not affect the game. Does somebody else want to? Anyone? I, I agree. You, you agree, agree, Ryan? I agree. I'm, with I'm yeah. torn because, like, I, I, in some sense, yes, because that is the refs like choosing the final call of a game. Mm-hmm. But like he, he, no. he, he shoved him. But he, like, he shoved. Yeah. Like he did. He did shove him. Like you can't. The tape doesn't lie. Like yeah. he's two feet out of bounds. No, he, he shoved the quarterback. I, know, I, I agree with Griffin, and I'm not going to be as on the fence about it. It was a clear, late shove out of bounds, and you Bro, have to call Harrison, that. And there's no way you I agree that it was a clear, late shove out of bounds. Yeah, so I you agree. clearly have to call it. If it's week six in the second quarter, you make that call 100 times out of 100. You don't. I don't, I don't know if I – The rules because of the situation. The NBA does that. You do it marginally. You don't do it when it's very, very obvious. Yeah, when it's like that late, like you wouldn't like even if it's like oh, like uh, there's you know there's thirty seconds left. If a guy comes in and like clothesline a player in an NBA game, they're gonna call that a personal foul and a technical. They're gonna like they're gonna eject the guy. Even if they've already released the ball, if they come in and slap their arm, it doesn't affect the shot. Very obviously, yeah, they're gonna. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. We, uh, we had an argument in the group chat after this one, but we all realized that passions and emotions were running really high. Um, we did not all realize that. I, I, I realized that. I, I think yeah, that I there is some sort of precedent for the refs not deciding a game. Harrison, I, I can understand that frustration that it's that it, a, a penalty decision is deciding the game, but shouldn't you just be more of a well-disciplined team to not do that? That's why, yeah. I mean, that's the disadvantage of being. Harrison, if, if the teams were switched, would you feel the same way? He's gonna I lie about feel, it. No, no. I would a hundred percent think I would. My anger wouldn't be towards the refs. It would be at the player. When the Chiefs lost uh, to the Patriots four years ago, and the dude lined up offsides, I'm thinking, I'm like, how can you line up offsides? That's, that's your fair. fault. You made a dumb play. It wasn't not the, the same problem. thing though. That's part of thing. the game. That's like that's that that's him trying to get an that, advantage, right? 
that or or not maybe not intentionally trying to get advantage, but he would have had an advantage if that had been let to go. This that is it, it not no advantage. It's it's a different play. Yes, like technically it's not the same exact play, but like if you're gonna call that that it's just as marginal. It's it's what would less you feel marginal. if it was taunting? If it was some like bullshit, like he he pushes he. He pushed him out of bounds, but it's, like, fair because he's still in bounds. And it's a hard push. And he stands over him. He goes, like, what's up? And then they get I him would, for taunting. And they move him up 15 yards. And the game ends like that. Would you have thought that, that was worth that you, that you would have felt the same way? I wouldn't love that call. But I also would be more mad at the player than I would be at the ref. Because why would you do that in that situation? Situational awareness is very important. And teams, especially in football, win or lose on it. Like football's decided in the last minute so often. So you sort of have to play tight, airtight. It's on that guy, Osimo or whatever his name is. Maybe I'm fucking crazy, but in my world, I think sports are supposed to be fun. And the more <laughs> fun outcome would have been that game going to overtime, or it would have been Butker trying to having to hit a 60 yarder, or it would have been Mahomes hitting Kelsey over the middle at like diving around like a miraculous play Kelsey catches over two people and that puts them at field goal range that these are much better ways to end a game you know so I think if you don't have to call it you don't if it's an obvious PI you have to call it if it's him I, lining up offsides you have to call it you don't have to call this I will I will I'll ask you um and then I'll I'll let you guys go but like um yeah I mean you asked me this, but if the roles were switched, do you think you would have as big of a problem with it? Because you love Joe Burrow and you really want to just the Well, actually, <laughs> yeah, I, just I like, feel like you would do anything to get there. Actually, I don't love Joe Burrow that much. I just like every time everyone thinks the Chiefs are going to win and then the Joe Cool comes in and calls it – calling it Burrowhead, that, that got me. And I was like, damn, they're that confident they're coming and beat the best quarterback in the NFL – the Grizzlies like of the NFL. I mean, he didn't have a great game. <laughs> did did so. he call it Burrowhead or was it just Bengal fans? It was I thought just, it was Bengals players. I don't know yeah. if it was for himself. Yeah, yeah I was it, was, it seems like player. he doesn't really do much of like actual trash talking. It's just like Eli Apple on Twitter. Wasn't it the yeah. mayor too? What did the mayor yeah. say? Oh, the mayor. Yeah, the mayor said something. I don't know. And then Kelsey yelled at him. That was great. I mean, Shut I fucking love man. that. That's what to segue into our next topic. That's what the NBA doesn't have. But before you talk about the NBA, what we have to talk about this thing you said, which is it would have been more fun if the Bengals were in the Super Bowl, which is Mm -hmm. to me a horrible, horrible statement. Because let me tell you what this Super Bowl is and what some of the previous ones have been. It's the best quarterback versus the best overall roster. It's a tale as old as time. It's two best teams in each conference, and it's a much better outcome. I yeah, I guess I root for like, I guess both of those outcomes that happened weren't particularly exciting, and now maybe we get a better Super Bowl because of it. So I'll agree, like because we didn't get like crazy things happening in the semis, we get a better, more crazy things happening in the Super Bowl. That's fair enough. But I would have liked to see like Josh Johnson comes in and like heroically like brings his team to the to the fucking Super Bowl, but now, like, he's the one starting the Super Bowl and nobody really wants that, so. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. I, mean, I was also happy that, I'm going to be honest, I was happy the Niners lost. Fuck the Niners. Niners. I, don't, I don't have the California loyalty for Northern California teams at all. I don't Basically like the Golden State Warriors. State. I, don't, I don't like, I don't like the San Francisco Giants. 
I do enjoy the Oakland A's, but that's more of like a feel good story more than like California, you know? Like you gotta root for the A's. It's like your fun. deranged cousin. Because of Moneyball. Yeah, because of Moneyball, they're fun. <laughs> ah, they're poor. They can't. They can't spend with the other team. You root for I them. They're not gonna win. I wanted. I, I, I mean, the Eagles are fucking boring to me. They're like they haven't played a real team all fucking season. Now they walk into the finals like they owe the place. I, I I'm rooting for Mahomes. I'm on your side, Harrison. Fuck the Eagles, honestly. Fuck the. Eagles. Oh yeah. To be oh, yeah, entirely fun. clear, I think it's fuck the Eagles. I'm not. I'm not. I'm Eagles rooting for fan. Mahomes too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, right, who well, would I want? Yeah, Mahomes. I just think I see, I see injured quarterback against a like you know not incredible defense, but a solid D line, and like a, you know the other side, like Jalen Hurts is going to be protected. Yeah, yeah. Well, fuck I it, think dude. They, I'll cheer for the Eagles if you guys are all going to cheer for the Chiefs. That's not fun. I don't think <laughs> you will. No, I mean, honestly, no. Fine, fine. I'll root for the Eagles. Fuck the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, good. I didn't want to cheer for the Eagles, so <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll be I'll be the resident uh Philly Philly fan. Cool, cool. Yeah. You know what this would uh, do for Mahomes' legacy if they win the Super Bowl is he's injured with a shitty receiving core oh. against a juggernaut, and he's an underdog, and he wins. That's that'll do wonders for him. I think I, I think that a yeah. Super Bowl, a second Super Bowl, puts him in the Peyton Manning, you know, that Peyton Manning sphere. Like, cause not that he he's not legit it's that he still you know you still you, you have to do it he's still in the rogers it. tier career-wise there's a difference of best and great and i think uh you know yeah he hasn't you're not great until you've piled up all the accomplishments exactly exactly it's not that it's not like his fault that he's still young you know it's like he's just he hasn't played enough yet um i do think he is yeah he wins a second super bowl he's going he's starting he's in that peyton you know I think he's a, he gets the second Super Bowl. He instantly passes Eli Manning's. You know, oh, I, I mean, he's already way beyond Eli. Yeah, no, I, I would say I'm a Giants fan. He's already way beyond Eli. I mean, <laughs> funny guy. I think if he wins this Super Bowl, that's really tough because of regular season. He's going to win this regular season MVP also. Um, two or three. What's up? Two MVPs or three? This would be his second. Second, there you go. So, and if he's two and if he, Super Bowls and five straight conference finals, that's yeah, pretty unassailable. That put him right. I wouldn't be mad if someone tried to argue he was above Peyton because Peyton's second Super Bowl was not him at all. So that one shouldn't that's even. Very count. true. I agree. I agree. That's so. It's Peyton Manning in twenty what was twenty fifteen right against yeah, the Panthers. Is, is the blueprint that. It is possible to win without a quarterback play at all. Yeah. Yeah. So to get to this. Nick, I want to hear Nick, I want to hear your NBA take. Okay, so the NBA is boring because uh they they killed it with too many games. So it doesn't have to be 82 games in the season. There doesn't have to be. There can be way less, way fewer, right, Ryan? And they have to just figure out better ways to monetize it, right? Make the games matter more. I am always in favor of a postseason tournament before the playoffs that is between any team that doesn't make the playoffs for draft seeding. That's my pet project. That's what I love. I don't want it. That way you don't have to tank. You're not supposed to tank. You're supposed to be as good as you can because even if you don't make the playoffs, you could get in the tournament 
and and uh, get the number one overall pick. You have to actually play for Wemby, not suck for Wemby. That is the number one way to fix the NBA. Mm-hmm. Number two way to fix the NBA is uh, figure out some way to knock off, like, I don't know. The more games you knock off, the better, in my opinion. But start with, like, 10, and you can get those 10 back, or it'll probably be a bit less, but those back with the postseason tournament. Um, I don't know. You got to figure something out, man, because the, there's too much resting. And I don't blame them for resting because they don't they don't have there's no reason for them to play. Not, the games but, don't matter. Yeah. So what we so my solution is this. You ready? Follow the Premier League route. You have like two NBA games a week. And then you have interseason tournaments. Like the end like during the during the uh during the Premier League season, they have like the FA Cup, which starts like at the beginning of the year, and it, they it goes up each tier of English soccer until it eventually gets to the Premier League. So and then you have the Carabao Cup, which is teams in the Premier League, but like in England playing each other for like another title. Like you just have small little tournaments added on for like whatever. Like it's just another trophy for your cabinet. It doesn't even have to matter that much. But it just adds well, excitement. It's like, oh yeah, we were and then oh I mean, ideally. Playoffs suck. The regular season should be the playoffs. The Premier League got it right. Soccer has it right. You just play. There's no postseason. There's none of this. You just no, 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 no. no. This is you need the postseason. Yeah, (laughs) we're not Europe, dude. No, No, you need the postseason playoffs. That's that's, winning time. You have to have a winning time. The only time you should have a postseason is for an international tournament like the World Cup. Yeah, because it's the only time it's exciting. Yeah, but you can you can you made the regular like the NFL, season matter. In the, the NFL, I watch every Sunday because each game matters, but the postseason is also exactly. matters more, right? Cooked. Cooked is what I say. American sports. Also, Dude. the NBA shouldn't start until after the Super Bowl. And that's how you get your fucking money back, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, the NBA is a boring product now. I mean, it's like it's fun to watch. It's just boring. Like I, I can't keep up with it. What October to June? Yeah. Well, when have we sure. ever kept up? Why, with it? The NBA should be from February to August. Here, here's the thing: the NBA regular season is losing its value. Generally, because I mean, of course, the amount of teams that make the playoffs, but also just like it seems like the players and the coaches have just been complaining the entire time and like they don't really care about it. In my from my perspective, like Steve Kerr, every time the Warriors play a back to back, constantly complains about how much games there are and like just sits his stars every time. And stars are sitting like, I don't know, 20 percent of the games. So it's like you can't tell anything from a regular season and that like that February game, that like OKC Golden State game where it's like two teams at their best, they clash. And then it's like, that says something. It doesn't say anything anymore because yeah. most of the time, both teams aren't at full strength. I mean, or the Celtics are losing. Wrong. The Celtics lost two games to the magic this year. Like that, that would be a, that would be like the Vikings losing two, divi- two games to the bears this year. It'd be like so inconceivable. There would have to be like a reason for that. But in the NBA, there's no reason for that. Oh, they just didn't show up. They just didn't feel like fucking playing. Uh, Banchero got 
pot or something and it yeah. just happened like that. yeah they were on a back-to-back they were yeah just so many excuses Mm. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not a fan of the NF and NBA product. I mean, I'm not a super huge fan of the NFL product. Like it's it's kind of it's kind of nice, you know. You know, being able to like get out. I'm honestly, I'm pumped for a Korean baseball to start. That is where the real. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. You want to see? No, no. You want to yeah. see how they do their playoffs? That is a play. That's how. This is how you do playoffs. This blew my mind. So, yeah. um. So the play, they play over the summer. So they play from April to October. Yeah. Similar to America, how like the season starts in uh, the play- playoffs, baseball playoffs start in October. So four best teams. So there's only 10 teams. So the four best teams make it. Four and three play each other. What? Winner of that plays two. Oh, that's winner so of that fun. plays one. And the winner of that goes. That's sick. Oh, oh, that's hard. It's though. sick. It's just so not a good way to design a playoffs, but like it's no, an exciting so way. But like See, in terms third, of fairness the third and whatnot, this year won. no huh? fourth, fourth one this year. It's the momentum argument. I guess the momentum argument. Fuck. Ryan, you got to do like some deep dive into Korean baseball postseason statistics and see some correlations and whatnot to be your next project i love i love love the korean baseball organization the thing that's crazy is that the nba is like more talented than ever i argue that it has more interest than ever just that interest manifests itself in like twitter and youtube and podcasts like a lot of people no one watches the games but everyone still like follows the NBA or at least starts to care about the NBA during towards the end of uh, the season and into playoffs. Like Kyrie just announced that he wanted a trade. And I, I was like, God damn, this is what the NBA is good at. Like there's so much potential there. It's just the actual encore product for 90% of the time. It is so shit. It's so dumb. <laughs> I, I don't know. I man. agree. That, that text he sent made me, made me laugh. Right. <laughs> sent the Kyrie trade and you're like just when they thought I was out they reeled me back in or whatever that made just me laugh thought I was out they bring me back <laughs> in yeah. yeah I butchered that quote but no yeah. I mean like I don't think the encore product is terrible a lot of the times like a lot of games you know you could still watch a warrior game and, and see something incredibly exciting um, but I do agree. It just doesn't have the same magnitude. And sometimes it is shit. It's just not, it's not consistent. Sometimes it's great, not consistent and magnitude, not high enough. I think mm-hmm. shortening the season, having a, I, I really, I really like the draft. The draft thing too is a really, I, I've been coming around to that more than a lot of other things recently. It's a really good idea. All right. Anything else, Ryan? I, I, just, I don't know. Go? Oh, absolutely. We 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 need the uh Griffin's report, Korea report. What's going on? Ah, uh, yeah. Let's see. All right, let's see how we're doing. So, I was telling them earlier before we started recording, but I uh I've had about a year or so of like lingering back pain, you know, lower back stuff. Normal just like uh makes it hard to, you know, bend over sometimes and then you know just typical task management gets more difficult. So I decided to go to an orthopedic uh, office, get it checked out. Turns out I have a slight imbalance in the lumbar, nothing huge. For x-rays uh, and 30 minutes of physical therapy, electrophysical therapy, 
um, using also using laser radiation. It was uh, $5.90. Wow. How is that even possible? That's absurd. Well, there is Dude, a the miracles. Did the miracles like, of public health care? There is the currency difference. Like that's a re that's like not five dollars. That's like a really fancy dinner in Korea, right? Five dollars ninety. So no, no, no. So so it was fifty nine hundred won, five thousand nine hundred won, which is probably like four dollars, honestly, four dollars and eighty cents, something like that. Four dollars fifty cents. Um, it's it's miraculous. Which yeah, the dollar does what though? What what what? Which is how many meals? Yeah, ha I would say half of your average meal is like nine bucks here. Oh, so that's not that's half a meal. Oh, I thought the currency was was way. No, I thought. Uh, oh man, so price of half a meal, half half a nice meal. It's physical crazy. therapy. That's crazy. That's absurd. You have health insurance there. I as as someone who pays taxes here, I have health insurance. Okay. Wow. I don't have to buy health insurance. It just, just it's just my taxes, and then I get to go to the doctor and like. Yeah. You realize now how often do you are you? Oh my, my chest hurts. My shoulder feels whack. And you're just like, oh, I'm just gonna take Advil. People don't do that here. They go right to the doctor. They go immediately. To, really oh nice. my, my ankle kind of hurts. Going to the doctor. My nose feels funny. You know. Every four years, I you know blink twice. I'm gonna go to the doctor like that. What percentage what of your income is tax? What are the wait times like if everyone's going to the doctor all the time for everything? Nothing. It's so efficient here. I'm upset. Uh, no, here's the hidden cost. Though. Can we end the podcast. I'm <laughs> no, you know the hidden cost though, right? Is what? that aren't these doctors working like eleven hour days? Is that the hidden cost? I mean, yeah, I'm sure they. I'm sure that a lot of the doctors work, but. To be fair, that's indicative of everyone else. Everyone else is also working 11-hour days. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But also, like, they're just kind of chilling at the office. Like, it's not like they're, I'm like, you know, they're just sitting there chilling at their desk. They're not, like, running around, like, swimming. I'm sure they want to go home, but. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And the doctors are probably very well compensated for their hours. And what's the tax percentage? Uh, that comes out of mine. I, I pay like a decent amount in tax, but nothing insane. I don't know. I don't know my exact payment, but okay. I don't think I spend more than like what? I mean, what's the the going rate in the U.S. for is like in California? For taxes? California, if you're, California. I don't know. I think the top tax bracket in California is pretty high. It's like it's still like it's like forty five or something. I think, but you're not. You wouldn't be in the top. You would be more. Yeah. I'd say you would probably no. come in at like thirty six ish, but I'm totally talking out of my ass. But that sounds about right. I don't know. I, what I don't think I don't think I pay that much. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I, pay, I think I pay. I think I pay significantly less. That's yeah. thirty. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I pay significantly less. Yeah, it's. I'm telling you, it's. There's some. There's some stuff you go around the world. You see some stuff. You're like, wow. You go around the country. Bro. People have very. Yeah. yeah, some people haven't. I mean, I just go to the doctor. I could just go to the doctor. I don't have to. Oh my, my! I don't get this covered, so I can't go get my knee fixed today. God, that's to nice. I can't go to the doctor here. It's too expensive. Exactly. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. I was scared to go to the doctor at first because of that built-in fear that you just don't go to the doctor back home unless you're feel like you're gonna die. That's why I've had to implement that mindset of there's no such thing as injuries because it's <laughs> like. 
Eric, you are you are you are a direct product of um the rationale why we need better health care in the United States. Yeah. It's wonderful. All right. Now I'm upset. I don't want to I don't want to go on anymore with this podcast. Is there anything else we need to talk about, Ryan? Need? No. <laughs> hey, do you want to should we uh, do our pro bowl picks? Uh are we like I thought we were just gonna let that one hang. Yeah. Should they even do it anymore? Probably not. It's fun for them. They should it's be like new made the like Pro Bowl the NFL but not have a game. Yeah, like why do they even play? It's stupid, it's pointless. Hey, people could have said that about the NBA All-Star game, but the last couple yeah, have been uh, actually interesting. I actually figured out a way to make it interesting. So it's still the stupid. NBA actually has the best players playing in the All Star game, at least. Though. That is that is true. Yeah, like you're, the usually whoever's in the finals, a couple of those guys are in the NBA All Star game because yeah, it makes yeah. way more sense. But imagine I think Josh NBA tournaments where it's like the whatever the, the I'm trying to think of a car company the Ford. Or the Chevy, like the Chevy Cup, right? And the like Lakers are like, all right, we're not gonna win the championship this year for sure. But we could try and win the Chevy Cup. You get like a nice little title or trophy added to your thing. It's like, oh yeah, we won the midseason tourney. You wanna know what it would make things really crazy? Is if you you play these tournaments, but the winner gets a uh gets a force a forcible trade. <laughs> <laughs> they can force Wait, any so trade. It's like, oh yeah, dude. <laughs> they can swap any player from the tournament losers with one of their players, or like we we hone it in, but like something where you get a forcible trade with another team. I think, I think, I think the way to really make it work though is relegation. I think that there needs to be tiers of leagues. I think that is the best thing that soccer has. That's why there's such a race in the Premier League because there's an advantage to um there's an advantage to not being in last well yeah but that's what i would accomplish too with my system i agree but i still i yeah i i just think relegation i think we should have yeah. two leagues we have the money for it if england has the money for it and the players for it, america has the money's and players yeah you, we should eliminate college football and make them all semi or lower tier professional leagues with money and well, that's what it is now. That's they just gonna, yeah, yeah. Except it's only nil. It's not real contracts, and yeah. you still have to take classes, which is dumb. Who wants to learn art history but not you know actually learn? You know anything? what we could do? We can make an international basketball system where the Euro League is actually the lower league. Oh, oh, that could work. Do you send the Memphis Grizzlies to the Euro League if they yeah. sell? <laughs> Probably wouldn't be the Grizzlies, but yeah. No, you make like you do it out. You do it out. England does it. You build like smaller teams in like L.A. You build a smaller team in uh in New York. You build a smaller team in like like Kansas City. You build a bunch of smaller teams around the country that are just a tier below. How do you decide draft order then? I have no idea because that's the one thing Premier League figured out. You just you your club develops players. You don't. Draft. Yeah, there's no there's no draft. You because... sign you have to draft when they're five years old. <laughs> yeah. That's so shitty though. I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, that's at all. 
Yeah, that's I think it's so cool. I think it's so funny. They'll come, they will come to your house when your kid is like five. Like we saw a YouTube video of your kid. We want want to give him three million dollars. Dude. So absurd, man. We think our system's fucked. That's so absurd. That is a caricature of a (laughs) extreme. Yes. Incubating babies to play. It's not five though. It's like twelve, right? No, Enzo Fernandez, the new guy that just played for that just signed for Chelsea, the most expensive. I don't know if he's the most expensive player. The he's the most expensive player in Premier League history. In hmm. English football history, he, uh, I think he signed for one hundred thirty million. It's an insane deal. Um, he, I think, at five years old in Argentina. Wow, that's so absurd. That's so absurd. That's so. Are weird. those kids oh, he's less like intelligent in the world? Are they wait, less intelligent? Are they less intelligent have? than a kid who had a normal education. So there's an interesting. Uh, there, I was um, I was keeping up with. I've been keeping up with a lot of uh Premier League soccer now, and one of the things is, you know how we always associate the jocks, the American football stereotype of they're, they're dumb meatheads. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, the British soccer players who go from when they to from the academy from when they're eight or younger are significantly stupider to the point where <laughs> yeah. like there's so much more stupid that there was a player Jack Grealish he plays for Man City yeah I know that is pointing out like can you point out Leeds he was about to play Leeds United on <laughs> the thing he's like can you point out Leeds he's like I don't know what I'm looking at it was a map of England Oh man, that's so absurd. <laughs> oh man. Jack Grealish. I mean that's that guy made, I think that guy makes like 80 million pounds a year. <laughs> you really don't need to be smart if you're doing that, honestly. I mean, what's the point? Right. I mean, what well, Nick Young was said to be the dumbest kid who ever graced our, our hallways. <laughs> uh Nick Young. NBA, NBA, NBA champion? No, he never won a championship. And, Eight fifty SAT. Oh wait, he didn't he get? Did he win with the Warriors or no? Am I tripping? He uh, won with the Warriors. He did. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Former Iggy Azalea fiance, but um, yeah, no, they he they said he had a backpack and he only carried his shoes and a basketball and one notebook with no writing utensil to all of his. What was this shit? You know what? You know what? Yeah, just you got me thinking of that. You know what's crazy? How disappointing the 2015 draft class it was. Did you just think about that? Did no. you did that just like fucking hit you like? Oh, no. you said you said you said Nick Young. Who do you think of when you think of Nick Young? 2015. I, don't know. I think of like. <laughs> it's not even. Oh, I, I think of I think of Kobe looking at. I think of the ball that missed. I, I think, think of, of uh, Angela Russell. Wasn't I guess oh. wasn't Nick Young in that video where oh. the like the 2012 Lakers or something and they're on like Kimmel and he's showing and Kobe's in like a suit and they're showing him the video of them celebrating and they're the, the Lakers are like 10 and 50 at this point. I think so yeah. it's yeah. yeah, it's like Jordan Hill, I think, is there. It's I don't know, it's a weird collection. Anyway, I was thinking of D'Angelo Russell because the video that he took of Nick Young with that girl. That ended up breaking up his engagement with Iggy Azalea that we were just talking about. Oh, so I didn't uh, pull that out of my ass. Okay. okay. I, there was a clear, 
there was a clear thought line here. It was, was clear, thinking, yeah, but just a little. Uh, and then and then I was thinking, wow, D'Angelo Russell did not pan out. Like he, at th- for a moment, we all thought, oh, he was going to be like a you know bona fide all star, and now he's just kind of, you know, irrelevant. Least, and, yeah, hey, no, that's true. At least he's still. Eagles might yeah. win. Uh, might win something, but it'll be on the back of a. Uh, what's his Ant? name? Not either cat or Zelo. Yeah, ants. Yeah. No, dude, I, I saw uh, the Timberwolves play the Warriors the other day. They won that game in a comeback, and D'Lo was just – I mean, he was smoking. He, I think he hit, like, four threes or something in the third quarter or whatever. But, I mean, he still got his moments where he is where he is good. It really – what do you mean Booker was in the 2015? He was but, the like, best I, but I mean, you look like when they were drafted, it was like, oh, Cat is the guy. He's going to be the center of the next 20 years. Yeah. D'Angelo Russell's going to be the point guard of the Lakers. He's going to bring him back. So many like high valued prospects in that draft. Oh, yeah. Who was the first pick? Cat. Oh, oh okay. Cat's. Yeah. Um, Cat's okay. Who was picked third? Jaleel Okafor. No, that was. Wait. Oh, How many shit. players do you think from the 2015 NBA draft never played in an NBA game? How many? Let's. I'm gonna guess. Well, first 60 round, picks, sixty picks. I'm gonna first round or second oh. round. Um, in the whole sixty picks. This is gonna 13. be a big guess. Twenty-five, twenty, twenty, sticking. Twenty-one, sixteen. 16. I still win. Oh, sixteen. I won. <laughs> Oh god damn it! I thought you said something else. Oh well, there's no. a guy from India in the 2015. There was, there was. He was the first Indian. I do remember that he was the first Indian person drafted Wasn't in he the like in seven history. four or something. He was one of the sixteen. He went to the Mavs and he never played. Is he one uh, of the guys from RRR? <laughs> one of the best movies ever. Bad, bad, bad. One of the best <laughs> movies of all time, dude. RRR is crazy. I gotta watch it. Yeah, Nick, have you not watched it yet? No, I haven't watched it. Racist. <laughs> Can we end this podcast now? Yeah. I've been trying to end it for like 10 minutes. <laughs> All right, it's your show, dude. It's your guys' right. show. Do whatever you want. Uh, everyone, uh, fuck the NBA. Uh, go Pat Mahomes. Fuck the Eagles. And don't forget to bet. To bet. Sweat. Sweat. Don't forget. And we'll see you Woo! next time for the wrap-up pod.